Welcome to Steel Pod number 15, October 31st, 2021. I'm your host, Hamilton Steele. And I'm his co-host, Ghost. Here we are, finally on video. Yep. Hopefully we don't look like clowns anymore. <laughs> I think I probably do, or something. <laughs> I think you look like more of a clown than an actual... You know what? You're kind of like uh, Hagrid of Harry Potter meets uh, Jason. That's a scary thought. Friday the 13th. You're like somewhere in between Harry Potter and a slasher. What hey. would that even look like if someone were to make a movie out of that? Well, first of all, it would look like what you look like right now. And if we was to make the movie, <laughs> I mean, we have a lot. Of, we wouldn't have anybody slashed or killed. It would be nothing but sluts getting laid. I mean, the virgin would be the one that'd get attacked, you know? But... Uh, so here we are, we're finally in video, it only took us, what, 10 attempts to do it? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. And we're still working on a, on a political one here, because, uh, as we put it, there's a bit of a, a learning curve to actually making this video look like it's something half-decent. Uh, yeah. So, on that note, I figured I'd start off the whole conversation today with PayPal. Okay, what part of PayPal do you want to criticize today? Well... It would appear, because I was on eBay today, and I figured I'd sell some stuff, and I'd use PayPal as a way to get my money. You can't. Uh, you can't. You have to attach it to a business account now. Yep. And I thought, well, geez, that kind of defeats everything that you do with PayPal. Yep. I mean, that defeats everything I ever used PayPal for. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 <coughs> it's gone. And if you ask me, this is... Something that we keep seeing more and more with payment processors and all of this other stuff coming in. It's not just the adult industry that's getting attacked. I mean, you know, obviously there's there's government in it. It's yeah. fine and dandy if you want to spend your money, but if you actually want to make money, oh boy. Oh yeah, I know. Heaven forbid we should be allowed to make money, you know? I mean, you know, if they was wicked smart, they'd, you know, they would do something to make money. Let people make money, you know, the economy is, it's tanking. Yep. You know? And as pornographers, we're feeling that. Well, we're really actually feeling the pinch. Because I was thinking to myself, you know, we've got a whole bunch of videos that have been floating around here in the old format, and I thought I'd go on. Now, I'm not sure even what the rules are on eBay at this point. I was pretty certain that I could sell adult DVDs on, on eBay. At least I found some on eBay. I don't so. know. <laughs> and I figured I would just throw it up with PayPal and just sell it out that way. Be done with it. You know, almost like a cash business. But, it, you know, it appears that I'm going to have to put all the DVDs back in the back of the trunk of the car and go down to the flea market again. <laughs> again. It's, it's really gotten kind of nuts. And, yeah, you know, there's other ways to accept money. And I keep wondering, when the heck is Cash App going to get its stuff together so that we can put, like, a QR code on sites? But. It doesn't already have it? I don't think so. Hmm. I'm pretty certain, because I'm pretty certain... I'm not for sure that would be something it would have by now. I, I thought so too, you know? But, you know, my point of the matter is, if they actually had a, a QR code, that would make selling adult bit product a lot easier. Yeah. And... I, I don't know. I just kind of look at it. I'm looking at all of the stuff that's going on with the payment processes now, and... I, I hate to be the conspiracy theorist here, but, you know, it's kind of becoming fascism. The government isn't telling us what the hell to do. It's, you know, it's the banks. Well, who's telling the banks what to do, ultimately? Well, you know, 
the best definition of fascism that I ever heard was uh, when business and government operate as one entity. Yep. And, and how many got world government or a corporation? Well, you know, that's something to think about, isn't it? You know, when you really stop and you think, like, uh, you look at Donald Trump, uh, granted he was the president of the United States, number 45, and his arch nemesis was Nancy Pelosi. I mean, you know, one was too busy gorging themselves on cheeseburgers, and the other one was too busy getting drunk. I mean, you know. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, these two people both drew a paycheck. They both worked for the same company. <clears throat> yeah. So how could they have been uh, against each other? I mean, the United States is a corporation. So they were both employees of the same corporation. Yep. So I always put it, you know, how much of it was real and how much of it was, was a show. Fake. Yeah, it was fake. And the Federal Reserve is a private business. Yep. And they talk a lot. And you and I know this. It's not in our, uh, our advantage. It's not to our advantage to ever have a fight with almost anybody. No. It's very rare that it's our, in our advantage to pick a fight with somebody. So we tend to get along with okay. everybody. Yeah. And we cut a little corner here. We do a little bit of this for somebody that, you know, it's all of that schmoozing, wheeling, and dealing going on. And I would imagine that once you get up into the structure of, like, the President of the United States, the Speaker of the House, the Head of the Federal Reserve, and all these banks. It's in their best interest to get along with each other. Yeah. You know, uh, a defining point, you know, because I come from a... Uh, an industrial city, and I always put a defining point for me in life, you know, when I was growing up and I was doing a couple of summer jobs there, was to discover that the head of the union and the general manager were both golf buddies. Yeah. You know, you go to the union representative, hey, I got a problem over here, and you're like, and he's like, yeah, you're okay, you're totally, I understand, and it's uh, all fine and dandy and right. And you're expecting somebody to be on your on your back, uh, on your side, and aggressive, and to fight for yep. you, and all this stuff. And then he discovered, these two guys are buddies. Their kids play, uh, you know, football together or something. You know, it's, it's one of these things. And we're seeing more and more of that with different ways to make your money off the internet. And it's, to me, it's like, you're really shutting down for the little guy. That's exactly what they're doing. Yeah, to get a buck. And, you know, uh, although we talk about adult, but how many of the adult makers these days are little guys? I mean, you go to OnlyFans, it's 98% little guy. That's, 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 only guy. that's yeah. it. And the th thing is... They almost shut that down earlier this they year. They almost did. And again, same thing. It came down to the, the credit card companies, the processes. And really, to tell you the truth, these people on OnlyFans, they're not making that much money. No. You know, you listen to the media hype, and you think that everybody on OnlyFans is making ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 a month. Yeah, there's always a couple of people that are doing that. And I'm going to say it like this, you know, in the old days of the adult industry, mm -hmm. the way the girls became a household name, okay, like Jenna Jameson, Okay, beautiful woman, right? But she became a household name because she was fucking the producer at Wicked. Right? It was the same thing. Asia Carrera, who's had a few problems as of recently, she at one point was married to Bud Lee, 
a, a producer. She was fucking him. And it was just something that went along. And the way guys became household names is, is you got very good with your money or you sold drugs, let's be honest. And you went out and you became a producer and you made your own money. money. Yep. That was how it was going. <clears throat> and the truth of the matter is, the vast majority of these girls on OnlyFans are only making a few hundred dollars at best a month. Mm, maybe a few that make more than that, but it's the I, odd one out. I think, you know, uh, we were, I was talking to someone who was on the, uh, the backside of OnlyFans, and he said if you average the high and the lowest, that's somewhere in between, it's about $800 a month. So if you take the person who's making ten, twenty thousand dollars a month, and the person who's making twenty bucks, somewhere between these two extremes, bang, eight hundred dollars. Okay, I could see that. But they're averaging it out between these two, uh, these two extremes, and all these people on it. So there's probably a whole lot of people making closer to twenty bucks than there are people making closer to twenty thousand. Yeah. So you know, that's, that's a given. That's a given. So PayPal's a done deal. It's got. Yeah. I mean, you know, go to Western Union. <laughs> hey, 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 you know what? Maybe I should go and talk to Western Union. See if they can do an online payment system. An online payment system. It's something to look into, you know? Um, anyway, on our next segment, because that kind of died out real quick. Yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's throwing me off looking at your face here. Oh, trust me, it's just as bad for me right now. I got an itch in my nose and I can't scratch it. <laughs> Well, you're the one who doesn't want to ever be on camera. And he's, by the way, he's not wearing this for Halloween. No, that, that, that's not the idea. He just does not want to show his face. And anyway. So. Hey, you had a hard time getting me to sound my voice on camera on uh, the podcast. Yeah, it was actually because, you know, we had to change the way things. It was COVID that brought you out from behind the camera. Yep. It literally was. Which now brings me to our next big, huge event. It happened on set. And I believe you was with me this one time. We're on set. Alright. That happens a lot. We're often on set. Okay. We don't remotely film stuff. We don't remotely film stuff. I wish we could. Send a drone into somebody's place. Just screw. We won't even show up. (laughs) So anyway. What ended up happening was there was this girl out in France. And. Oh, I just can't even remember her name. You know what it is? It was funny. But Do you know how many shoots we've done with a girl out in France? Too many. <laughs> but she was a Muslim. And she marketed herself. She had her own site. Do you have site. any idea how little that narrows it down? Okay. But she marketed her whole site. Now, it may have been Burette.fr or something. I'm sorry, I almost said, I said that a couple of times. Burette.fr uh, or something to that effect. Um, Miley Smiley or Smiley, I don't know. But point is, she, her whole <laughs> thing was... Those two sound nothing alike. How'd you get them mixed up? I don't know. <laughs> it's been that long. So, anyway, she was on our set. She was working for us. Okay. okay? And I brought this guy in, and, and let me let me think of a name for him real quick. You didn't accidentally bring in her Oman, did you? No, I didn't bring in her Oman. Okay. You were on the set. I mean, oh. why can't you remember this? I don't. Anyway... The, Okay, the guy's real name was Jewish, and he only did one porn film. Okay. And we had to figure out how to slick back his hair because he had the thingies that came down the side of his face. Okay, yeah, I I remember that guy. You remember the guy now, okay? But he only did one film. He just wanted to do one film. 
And I was like dead set against it. But you told me, wait till you see what this guy's got packing in his pants, right? Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh boy, it's one of those. So he drops his drawers, okay? And the thing was like freaking massive. You know, probably the largest I've ever seen in my whole freaking damn life. And you find out later that the guy has got two and a half testicles. At least that's what he told us. And I got that on video, as I recall, too. So he's got two big testicles and a small little one. I wasn't paying attention when he said that part. You weren't paying attention. So anyway, this guy was a genetic freak, okay? But he was severely orthodox Jew, and he decided to transgress into the dark side and make one porn film or whatever. Maybe they got a thing in the orthodox Judaism, you know, like uh, the Amish have. Go out and get you, sow your wild oats, and then come back. I don't know. So he's doing... Madame Burette, and she's like, you know, pushing him back. Like, I mean, he's really yeah, trying yeah, to pick yeah, up yeah, speed yeah, there, yeah. you know? Like, she's like, oh my God, this thing is huge. It's maybe, massive. Maybe, maybe it was because he heard that, like, the only place you can get someone to take something like that is porn. You know, there's a possibility on that. Because, you know, a lot of guys get in the adult industry because no freaking damn woman in the world wants to touch that thing between their freaking legs, you know? One girl had put it to me like this, if I want to give birth every freaking damn night, you know? So he's giving it to her. She's pushing back and she's pushing back and she's pushing back. And this is all looking great on, on film, film yeah. here, right? Camera's loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving the whole thing. So it's just going over really fantastic. So he pulls out and he spews all over here. All over two and a half testicles. Yeah, two and a half testicles. Prostate gland must be huge too. Okay, I mean Peter North had nothing on this guy, and I was standing there going, "Man, I could ride, you know, this guy into a fortune with what this guy's doing here, right?" So, anyway, the scene's over. We've got the stills, the whole bit. Madame Burette turns around. She takes her phone and she starts speaking Arab to a guy. And he turns around and he goes, you're Muslim? Like it's just totally <laughs> shock and horror on his face, right? And at which point... Well, he's one to talk. He's doing stuff he's not supposed to be doing. Well, this, is, this is what gets me. At which point, I had to turn around and jump over you, if you recall, because I had to get the Bloomin' Record button going on the camera again really fast. Almost knocked the camera and the tripod over. Because I'm, I'm, I'm seeing it unfold. And she goes, and I got it. Yes, I'm Muslim. Why? Is that a problem? And he turns around. He goes like this. Uh, uh, uh. My parents come from the Israeli settlement. I don't like Palestinians. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I'm yeah, like, I got this. And I got this on camera. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like yeah. standing there like ready to laugh, you know? That was funny. And he puts his pants back on and he's about to walk right out the door and you grab the money for him on the table because we got to pay the guy. Otherwise, it's not legal. Like, I mean, you know, I got a signed contract and all that, but I want to make this legal, right? And you ran out after him down two flights of stairs and out into the street and he was like shaking you off, shaking you off. And finally, I, I'm like trying to get the camera and I'm practically leaning out, out of the, the window, window to yeah. try to film this. And you, you managed to get the money in his hands. And you turn around and you walk back in and he threw it on the ground. And then he turned around and he picked it back up and stuck it in his pocket when you got to the door. <laughs> that was like, <laughs> yeah, just what I thought it. You would never throw money away. <laughs> 
she looks me in the face and she goes, What's wow. his problem? And she was totally cool. Yeah. She says, So let me get this straight. She says, He couldn't figure out I'm Muslim? And I looked at her and I says, We're in Paris, France. Paris, France. And I said, And you're not exactly what I'd call white. <laughs> what did you think you were? Half African or something? Deluded African. Deluded. Anyway, she just totally laughed the whole thing off and whatnot. And that was the end of that. So anyway, that was the... Uh, it yeah, happened that, that on was, that set. That was funny. That was funny. That was one of those weird things. You know, we've got a lot of those kind of weird stories. We can keep but that, 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 that is that pretty much sealed his face to never come back. Yeah, unfortunately. But I couldn't find an Orthodox Jew do it on camera. Because I thought that would have been great poop. Like, I mean, what did he think he was doing? A Christian whore or something? And since and since when being a porn whore ever knew, you know, respected any boundaries. I mean, you know, he should look at it on the on the bright side, you know. I could have had a Buddhist in there. Uh, oh, no, that would be better or worse. I, I could have had a Satanist in there. Lord only knows. Oh boy! I, I sued one. I was in Los Angeles at the time, but the girl was telling me she was a Satanist. Like, I mean, yeah, you know, she just kind of looked like somebody walked out of a bad 80s heavy metal video, but that was my personal opinion. Anyway, on to the next bit. I figured this time we would talk about some of the problems and a possible solution to our situation with being able to make money from porn on the internet. And I'm going to throw this out there. Feel free, anybody who wants to, to debate with me, to talk to me, whatever it is. I thought to myself, you know, maybe it's time that instead of trying to find new ways to exploit what's out there, because what we've got is a situation, we could exploit the technology, but the people that are in control of the money are telling us to piss off. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, and I, and I got news for you. They're wicked determined, okay? They're, they don't want us around. They're wicked. I mean, they want us gone. So I got to thinking, what if we could go back to maybe not the adult video store per se, but maybe like an online store where we could actually sell physical product again. So mail delivery. Mail delivery. You know, almost like, a, I don't know, maybe we could do it like an adult Amazonian sort of thing, that jungle store. Right. Okay. And I'm avoiding saying the name for legal reasons. And I thought, the day of the DVD is over. I mean, you could have Blu-ray, you could have whatever it is. Well, it's, it's, it's finished. Look at my computer. It doesn't even have a DVD drive. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and the size of some people's TV sets these days, right? Yeah. So, I think maybe we can't go the DVD, but I got thinking, what if we was to go back to, like, flash drives? Yeah, flash drives are going cheap again. And they're very cheap, and they're still current technology. Mm -hmm. so Everyone has USB port. That's just it, including the TV sets. Yeah, then you do have them too. So what if we was to do something like, uh, or you can get an adapter if they don't. Mm. Somebody's going to turn around and create a, a flash drive DVD type thingy for the TV set at some point. You know, something like, something that. like that. So I mean, a lot of people also have like something like a PlayStation or an Xbox yeah, that's true, and that'll take that'll it. That'll take it. You know, maybe even maybe a micro SD sort of stuff. I don't know. Yeah, oh, I think SD card would probably be your best bet because there'd be less overhead for the price of the actual drive. Yeah. Okay. 
But I was thinking, supposing we just got some sort of memory of everything we did. Okay. It doesn't have to be a flash drive. It could be almost anything. And we filmed in 4K. We can include the player with it, you know, if need be. And Ooh, that could get expensive. If it's over 4K, we're dealing with massive file sizes. Yep. So the likelihood is only the very, very determined person is going to pirate it. Yep. And the vast majority of people aren't going to sit there for two freaking days, even if you've got really great high-speed internet access. I mean, if you've got something that's at 20 gig, it's going to take you a while well, to download it. It depends where it's hosted, too, with, when you're doing piracy. I mean, if it's being hosted by some guy in India... Well, you know, yeah. And the day and the age of the torrent site is pretty much, it's just a small niche now on yeah. the United States, so on the internet, I think. And the web streaming sites, well, they get shut down on a regular basis, they're up and open, so piracy isn't as big of an issue as it used to be, yep. okay? And with all of the tube sites out there at this moment, they're hurting because of the processes, so I'm thinking, what if we took something like some sort of memory device? Flash drive, SD card, micro SD, whatever. And what if we made a whole package of stuff, like included a small magazine for it, a few uh, printout stills from the shoot. Uh, we could put a whole lot of stuff on the SD so card. Like too. physical goods for the person to collect. Yeah, going back to that old-fashioned idea of giving them the consumer something to hold on to. And we could put it all in a blister pack and give them some quality for it. I even got to thinking, you know, um, panties have always been a big thing. They're still a big thing to yep. this day, right? What if we paid a girl next to 100 bucks? Hey, sweetie, sit down. I want you to, we're going to film you because we got to show them that it's real, right? We don't yeah. have to film every single one of them. But we could film the girl putting the panties on, masturbating for a moment. Well, you just have to film it once to make sure all the panties match. Well, that's, that's us being sneaky again, right? But my point is, we could show her putting on a few of them, charge, give her an extra hundred bucks. She could even sign them. Yep. And we put that in the blister pack, too. And people would like it in the blister pack. It keeps the freshness in somewhat, right? Mm-hmm. We could do something really weird, like line the beds that you do the shoot on with panties. Yeah, we could do that. We could do a lot of little tiny things like that. But the idea is, by selling physical medium, something that's a, an actual physical good, it can't be pirated. One, it's not going to necessarily be well, pirated. the video itself could be pirated, but not the, the other stuff. The consumer's getting a little bit more value for the money, right? And that's an incentive for the consumer um, to get the actual product. I think we're going to have less problems with payment processes by being able to distribute directly this way. Now, I'm not thinking, like I said, I'm not thinking going back to a bricks and mortars type of situation. No. I'm thinking, well, you know, an online store like this ship it out, sell it to somebody like that. Now, we're always going to have the same problem that we had back in the day, which is kind of what took down Extreme Associates in the day. It was, uh, they mailed the product out by United States Postal Service to certain area codes. And that's really what got the mail, is you got community standards. Because watch how quick that'll come back to play the moment we start doing this. So you got to have to use something like uh, I never get how that a courier works. service. It's... For private consumption, it's not a private system one's home. It's yeah, none of your business. This is how they nailed us without having to have clear age of consent on the internet. 
the person who explained it to me, I said, because let's be honest, all of the poor moms were there, 2257, yeah. and it wasn't even just that I as producer had to have copies of all the talent ID, the signed releases, etc., etc. If I have a distributor, they need it too. They need it too. Everybody's got to be able to point to some place where all of this stuff is being held. Otherwise, you nailed it. And then along came the internet, and all of a sudden that went out the window. And the argument was, well, it's in the privacy of their own home. Nobody has to log into that. Plus, these platforms, like the porn tubes, are internet service providers. As long as they take it down, they don't lose their safe harbor status. Which to me was a really kind of nice way of saying, we're just out here to stick it to you. Yep. You know, the heck with you, we're going to exploit the porn industry to our own means. And they've done that. I mean, you know, one of the reasons why we can see how the politics is playing out here is because it's playing out like the politics played out 20 years ago in the porn industry. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just the scale that they've taken it on. But I thought, would it be possible? Because we're not large enough to do something like that. Because no. the only way we could do it is we would have to do it all in-house. Because I don't see these things being available to us. Like a massive way to, uh, you know, transmit all the data onto, onto something. I mean, we, we, yeah, we would... Yeah, you would have to pretty much copy it one by one. We would have to do it one by one. So we'd get an order in and we would do it one by one. And we, would, we don't have the facilities to do blister packs. Nope. And I'm not even too sure if that is available for the private person. Like... What do I do? Get a 3D mm. printer and slide my stuff underneath it? No, I think you can order like a bunch of pre-made blister packs, but you'd still have to print out the labels yourself. And put the stuff oh, yeah. In. We, we kind of did that. Well, a lot of companies did that back in the day. Like, I mean, if you had ever walked into Shawn Michaels' old place, I mean, he had like 50 you know, VCRs all playing at once, streaming it into one. I mean, you know, it was the beauty of old VHS. And you went to a printer, and the printer made the boxes. But, I mean, we're not dealing with that sort of situation in this, are we? We're dealing with we actually have to have a package. I mean, if all we was doing was just, you know, sticking the memory drive in it, and that was the end of that, I think we could probably do it, you know, print out and whatnot. But if we're talking about including a magazine, snapshots, the possibility of panties in it, included with a sex toy. Yep. We would need to source all those things ahead of time. We would have to, so we would have, to have that on. Like, I mean... By the time we're done looking at it, you know, okay, we're not poor by any means, but this is starting, starting to look very financial gamble. Yeah, I mean, and it's a gamble. Is it going to work? Mm -hmm. And here's my problem. If we started making this work, how long is it going to be before one of the big guys come along and put the boots to us? Yep. Because that's happened. That's happened many times. Yep. You know. It would be better to have the big guy come in and let him develop the market and then we create ours and ride off as an alternative onto his back. Yeah. You know, uh, people would turn around and they would say like this, hey, you know, uh, big mega porn store over here is selling all of the big huge company names. But if you go over to Ghost and Hamilton Steel's place... You know, you can get all of the amateur productions and so forth over here, which has got a higher slice of reality girls that you don't see anywhere else, etc., etc. So I thought that would be a good idea to do it that way. It could work. But 
that requires me, you know, brushing up my teeth and get my mouth out there and start, you know, get my mouth out there. I don't have to start saying, let me get my mouth going. <laughs> yeah, be careful what you say. Be careful what I say here, you know. Hey, listen, I'm a whore. I'm just not a cheap whore. Right? My point is, I'd have to go out there and I'd have to pack someone into doing this. Yeah. You know, I got to get somebody who's a lot larger than us because we haven't positioned ourselves at any point in time to be this sort of thing. But anyway, I think this was a pretty good video podcast for our first time up at bat. And you Hopefully. and I are wearing sunglasses here because that giant ringy thing over there is just blaring in our eyes. It's too bright on every setting. On every single setting. And besides, the sunglasses work for you quite well. Oh, yeah, they hide my eyes. They hide your eyes, because you're afraid of facial recognition or retina scans or whatever it is. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, when you put it on the internet, it's there to stay. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, I'm already amongst the defamed out there, so it doesn't matter yeah. if one way or another. So, anyway, everybody, I hope you have a nice, safe, happy Halloween. Uh, don't screw any witches that I wouldn't screw, which doesn't say much. How about this? Don't stick your dick in crazy. There we go. And make sure the legal age. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, let's think we handle candy tonight. But the last thing anybody wants to see is a couple of pornographers. Especially with that, you know, Christian church up the street that's been praying for me, you know. Yeah. So anyway, take care, everybody. Goodbye. We're done. Yeah, I'm just... Blank space, please.